The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, and today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about the surprising thing that your email subject lines do. Make your cuppa, make your toast in the morning. No, but it is very cool. Now, listen, when this podcast episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're sat there all alone wondering how this applies to you. So come and hang out in our completely free Facebook group. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. Uh, You can find it on Facebook. We're very inviting. Just search for the Email Marketing Show Community or open any web browser and go to robinkennedy.group and it will forward you over. You can come ahead and join us and hang out and dig into everything we've got going on. He once tried to fit inside of one of those big magician stage illusions and then got stuck. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he has a recurring childhood nightmare about a bobbin. It's mind reader Kennedy. Let's start the show. Robin Kennedy. Just to add to this bizarre image people probably haven't had in their heads right now. It was actually you and me (laughs) trying to do an illusion, wasn't it? uh, We didn't have like spandex costumes or anything. It was in my parents' spare bedroom with this thing, thinking, wouldn't it be good if we could do a magic trick? And we'll get can, can I just confirm? You didn't have a spandex on you first time? No, did you? We need to rewrite that to the email marketing in spandex. Yes, we are here every week giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing. We're also planting awful images of us in spandex in your mind so you can become the email marketing hero of your business. It's from one spandex to the other, from illusion shows to email marketing heroes. Exactly, that's enough of that twaddle. Now then, hey presto, Sim Salabim and Alec Azam. This week's episode is sponsored by Responsuite.com, the survey and quiz and application form tool that we use and created, in fact, specifically for small businesses like you and us to integrate with your marketing systems, your email marketing platforms and stuff to segment your audience and make you more sales. So if you're looking to run surveys or quizzes or application forms, take us for a 14-day trial for just $1. Head over to Responsuite.com where you can do that. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss out on a single episode of the show because we're here every week doing this very thing. And I've got to be honest, we miss your sweet cheeks. So take us a photograph as you're listening to the podcast and post it on social media. You can let us know which episodes you are listening to. Just tag us at Rob and Kennedy on Instagram or on Twitter and share your big takeaways from this or any other episode. <laughs> oh, sweet cheeks. All right, okay. Subject lines. We get asked about this a lot as well. That's another one, isn't it? Like people want to know how do you write a good subject line? What makes what a, a good, good subject, subject line? Yeah, yeah, like... All that stuff, all that stuff. And the thing is, I think the reason people obsess over subject lines is because they think that's the thing that's going to get their emails opened. And we have talked about that in the past. But actually, there's a bit more to a subject line. Okay, so what is a sub? What is the job? What is the role of a subject line? And we've been told since the days of Email Marketing 101, the year dot, that... The job of the subject line is to simply get the email opened. You have to write something in that subject line to get the email opened. And that's all, that's its only job. And this sort of comes, I think this comes from the old days of direct mail, when they used to put 
they used to put letters into envelopes. And then what they discovered is to get those envelopes opened, they'd write teaser copy on the outside of the envelope saying, there's your $1,000 cash prize inside. And all of that sort of stuff. Are you eligible? Find out. The secret to eternal health, wealth, happiness, and awesome hair. We, they used to do all of that stuff and then applied that, transplanted that thinking into email marketing. And it's yet another thing that we've sort of debunked and sort of called bullshit on because the job of the subject line is not, I'm going to say it again, is not to get the, so, they get the email opened. It's not. There's a really interesting thing. I think in every walk of life and business, the first impression that you have on somebody has a much longer lasting impact than you might possibly think. And the subject line is, to a certain extent, one of the first impressions somebody's going to get from your email. Every individual email that lands in their inbox, one of the first things that they see is the subject line. And a bit like when you when you get that post through the front door, when you get that post through your letterbox, the first thing you do is look at it and think, oh, well, that looks like a bill. I'll open that last. So we instantly do judge stuff by its appearance and by what we get from it. And so what that does is it, it it leads on our ongoing impression. So if you get a letter through the post and it looks like a bill or a circular or something, you open it and it's like a pleasant surprise if it turns out not to be, if it turns out to be something else. And so what that means is that we like, we're, we're a bit now in a state of flux, a state of confusion thinking, but hang on a minute, I thought this was going to be a bill or somebody chasing me for something, but actually it turns out it was a lovely letter from the Queen to congratulate me on becoming 33 successfully or something. And so what we're, what we're looking to do with our emails is to make sure that we continue on the work that our subject line did. And what that means is our subject line has to set that email up correctly. So one of the things that, let's face it, our emails are there to make sales. And so one of the things is, right, you can have, if you're, if the job of your subject line is just to get your emails opened, and as Kennedy said, it's not, you could write a really scammy, dirty, horrible, mucky subject line, like PayPal notification, or here's your payment, or something like that. Tell you what, loads of people will open that email if you put that into the subject line. But if the, if the email then goes on to be disconnected from that subject line in any sense, or that subject line actually is now a bit of a letdown now that they get into the email and see what it actually is, that's actually not only going to damage your sales in that email, but it's going to damage your entire reputation for every other email going forward. So your subject line actually has a bigger responsibility on its shoulders. Your subject line actually has to begin setting up the sale, right? If you want somebody to buy from you in that email, which you do, then that subject line has to start that process. It has to make sure that they come into that email, not just opening it at all, but they come into it in the right mindset. It's the first bit of sales propaganda they're going to see in the email that you send. You have to base, it's a bit like when you run Facebook ads. For a long time, people ran Facebook ads saying, oh, I just want traffic to the page. And then I want, so they'll set the, the, the objective of that email, of that Facebook campaign to be, to traffic. In actual fact, what you you don't want people who just land on your face on your page after click on the on the Facebook ad. You want people to land on the page who are most likely to also click the order button, find their credit or debit card, put in their details, and ultimately become a customer. So you basically want to go for what we call the ultimate objective. What's the thing you want people to do? And you need to optimize absolutely everything in the entire relationship with your subscriber to be for that ultimate objective. The difference between 
persuasion and manipulation is about the difference between having a short-term, doing short-term things for a short-term win versus doing other things for the long-term benefit with the best interests of everybody at heart. So this is all lovely theorizing and stuff, and we don't like to talk about theory on the show. In fact, we don't like to teach theory at all. We like to really put it into practice. So we have this notion, we have this hypothesis, and then we sat down at the end of one of our weekly Wednesday team meetings and said, right, how do we test this? So Rob, you went down the rabbit hole of actually running an experiment based on our theory that the subject line actually doesn't affect open rates, but actually affects sales. Yeah. So what we decided to do, we split test a lot of our emails and pay close attention to them, but we decided to pay a little bit more attention to them. And here's what we did. We sent out the same email with two different subject lines. And we did that every day for an entire month, and which we do anyway, but we paid very close attention to the outcome of the subject line. And what we did was we actually tracked, this is what we did differently, we actually tracked which subject line was generating the sales. So let's imagine you've got email A and email B that are going out today. The emails are identical with the exception of two things. Number one, the subject line is different. And number two, and that might be a really big difference, might be a totally different subject line, might be quite a subtle difference, like one's got a word and one's got an emoji of the word. And so they have different subject lines and they had a different call to action. What I mean by that is the text was the same. The link was the same. The only difference was we, we tracked which subject line had sent that click. So if somebody clicked the link from subject line A, that might take them to our website.com forward slash question mark, uh, sorry, subject line A. And if they clicked on the, the link that's in subject line B, then that would take them to our website.com forward slash subject line B so that we could directly attribute the sales to the subject line. And a couple of things we noticed. The first one was that in some cases, there were two emails where the subject line got what most people would consider to be pretty much identical results. Neither subject line was better than the other. And the reason it looked like that is they got the same open rate. The same number of people, almost to the you know, almost exactly, opened one email as opened the other email. So you might argue there, well, those subject lines were both as good as each other, right? Those subject lines did the same job. They got the same number of people to open the email. But actually, when we dug a little deeper into that, we noticed that even though the same number of people opened those two emails, one of them had a significantly higher click-through rate, even though the email itself looks exactly the same. Now, how cool is that? You've got two subject lines, subject line A, subject line B, both with exactly the same email behind them, but one of them gets a higher click-through rate. And that started to confirm our hypothesis. And this happened like on day one, by the way, this was not a subtle thing. That, that started to confirm our hypothesis that actually the subject line doesn't just do the job of getting the email opened, it does the job of getting it clicked. And even more bizarrely, there were some occasions where say subject line B got more people opening the email, but subject line A, which got fewer people opening the email, got more people to click. Now, how crazy is that? Let's imagine 100 people open subject line A and 200 people open subject line B, but 150 people opened, you know, a higher number of people clicked on the link in the email with the lower open rate. That's what we started to see. And again, what that shows us is that the subject line doesn't just do the job of influencing the open, but actually the click. And then when we track that further, we also saw that you can get an increase in sales from that subject line as well, which is madness. And it all makes sense because if you think about it, this is all to do with the frame we are creating in the minds 
of the of the person receiving the email. One subject line seems to have framed people in such a way that they were more predisposed to actually becoming a customer than the other. Now, that might have been for a positive and negative effect. It might have been that one email subject line was a better frame. It might have been that the other one was just a poor frame. It might have been that the second one that didn't perform as well in terms of making sales ultimately actually might have let them down a bit. It might have been like free cash. And then in the email, the copy itself is like, if you're able to build a list of a billion people, you'll make free cash or something else that makes you just feel dirty and grubby. So it could be to do with a positive effect of one subject line and of course a negative frame on another one, which is why obviously always keep away from those negative frame subject lines. So the, the job of your subject line is not to get your email opened. It is in fact to make more sales. If you want to have a think about this and talk about how to do it, how to apply this into your business, and actually tell us if you fancy giving this a whirl in your business and your results, and discuss everything else email marketing related. Your questions and your ideas, come and join us in our free Facebook group. We're building a lovely community of fellow listeners to the email marketing show over there. Go to Facebook and search for the email marketing show community. Or if you prefer, you can go to a web browser like Chrome or something and look for robandkennedy.group and that will forward you over there by the magics of the internet. Now, we're going to head over to this week's subject line of the week subject line of the week and this is a subject line which was just the singular singular word screenshot a couple of things about it first of all it was all in lowercase and then there was a full stop a period at the end of it so it's just screenshot full stop and one of the things that we really like about when you've got just a one short word is a that's actually closer to a lot of subject lines that people send in real life like a lot of the time people will just you know send a, a quick email over to their friend and because you've got to put something in the subject line um they just put any word in you know invoice bill uh, look at this you know just really short snappy to the point subject lines just a word or two so we really like that and also this was all about making sure that we wanted them to, what, what screenshot? What's it a screenshot of? The minute you imply there's something in this email, like photo enclosed or something like that, people want to know, well, what, what is it? So our content in this particular email was about the fact that at the strike of midnight on New Year's Eve day, like the, the very, 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 very first minute of the, of the new year, we look at our Stripe account where we process credit cards and stuff and it's a zero balance. We've made zero money this year because the year is only a minute old. And that's quite, that's a really exciting moment for us. Genuinely, we love to get to that, like the new chapter and we, we don't like set New Year's resolutions and all that particularly, but we see that zero balance and we're like, great, the game is afoot. The game started again. It's our own little game to see how many points we can collect. How many, how many dollar bills can we get inside that Stripe account in the next 12 months, the next 365 days. And that was the point of the email. But I think the reason the subject line works particularly well is people want to know oh a screenshot of what what is the screenshot what 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 is inside this so the minute you can do a subject line that implies there is a thing inside the email and then of course as this episode is all about make sure you actually deliver on that make sure you do put the thing that you've been hinted at inside the email then that that always gets good attention what's really nice about the word screenshot as well is is it also almost implies the word evidence but it's a modern type of evidence because you you only have a screenshot stuff you want to go here's proof of that thing here's that stupid thing that person said or here's that comment or here's my, my PayPal account with my billion dollars in it, which is obviously never fiddled with, of course. So that's this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. 
If you've enjoyed this episode and we know you have, make sure you smash the subscribe button because we are here every single week with a brand new episode and we'd hate for you to miss it. So if you go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast player, then you'll get a little notification every time we release a new episode. And if you can think of somebody or some people on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram who would really benefit from this kind of content, make sure you grab the link and share it far and wide on social media to tell other people about this as well. It really helps us to spread the word. So we super appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week with another awesome guest. <laughs>